Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Discussing chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. In last few verses, Bhagavan Vedavyas completely changed the paradigm for us in defining who I am. So anytime somebody asks me who I am, I rattled off my resume in elevator speech. You know what elevator speech is. You run into somebody who is very important in elevator. You have to tell them everything in that whatever the few seconds you have about yourself. So anytime somebody says, who, who are you? I rattle off my resume, which all turned out to be my possessions or my accomplishments. And we have learned that in this life, we can only acquire things in three ways. Buy, borrow, or steal. So everything I have right now, which I consider mine, is borrowed from somewhere, bought from somewhere, or stolen from somewhere. So when I say, this is me, this body is me, it actually turned out to be my possession, which I borrowed from this world outside. The food which I have eaten from the time of my birth till last breakfast, it became my body. So on reflection on that, we have very difficult time to define who I am. That I which I am trying to define is very, very difficult. So now Bhagwan Vedvyas is giving us a way to define I. Who I am. That I am not this, I am not this, but I am which remains constant. But then there is another idea which I have very firmly established in my mind that my eye is different than your eye and your eye is different than her eye. And we want to change that paradigm as well. Then my eye and your eye and her eye is one and the same. That which is pervading everywhere. You know, Sarvagataha. So my eye is no different than your eye and your eye is no different than my eye. So we had been defining this, what is that I? That the only thing which I never have to buy, borrow, or steal from anybody. This I never came from anywhere. I always remain I, no matter what situation I am in. Or what I have, or what accomplishments are. So, so far we have seen Bhagavan said that I was always there. There was never a time that you were not there, I was not there, these kings were not there. And this people will remain, that I will remain constant. But that I is not different from your I, from his I. So Bhagavan is trying to, Bhagavan Vedvyas is trying to explain this idea which is incomprehensible. It says, Antavante me deyaha nityoktaha saririna a nashinaha aprameyaha. It cannot be explained. What that I cannot be defined. Everything else I can define. My body, my mind, my intellect, my possessions, my accomplishments. When it comes to I, it is inexplicable. Why it is inexplicable is what we are basically defining. That something which I have used to define everything about me 
is not capable of defining that I. A battery in, in a flashlight can illuminate everything in the room. If it's dark here, I can have a flashlight, and in the light of the flashlight, I can see everything. But if somebody asks what kind of batteries you have in the flashlight, I can't take out the batteries from the flashlight and still rely on the flashlight's light to see what type of battery it is. Everything that I am illuminating in this world as my knowledge is illuminated by my own consciousness. Therefore, to define consciousness, there is no other means available. The normal means of my senses and my intellect and my are not capable because they are product of this consciousness. Therefore, I cannot be defined. We are continuing in that discussion. The verse 19 is, Ya enam vetti hantaram yachanam manyate hatam ubhautav na vijanitaha na ayam hanti na hanyate. This verse and the next one are literally lifted from Katha Upanishad. They almost word by word with minor tweaks in the words. What is the nature of the soul? And the, the Yama's answer is, there is no death for the soul. Who considers the self to be the killer? Who can the soul to be killed? Both do not know the nature of the self. Na ayam hanti na hanyate. It does not kill, and it does not get killed. The death is not for the soul. And when we say soul, it's something which I consider is to be myself. That may, which makes me who I am. So you buy a chest of drawers from Ikea. Then the package comes to your house. The chest comes in a package. That package is not the chest of drawers. When you assemble those pieces and create this drawer space, then it becomes the chest of drawers. Till that time, there are the parts which are of no value as chest of drawers. Once you assembled it and created the space in it, it became drawer space, and now it's useful. Now, IKEA never sent you that space in a separate package. Here are the parts, here's the space. Please put it together, and you hold the drawer space. Space you already had in your house. That space you utilize to create a drawer space. Every time drawer moves in or out, the space moves with it. That's because the drawers are in the space. Space is not in the drawer. But the drawer is fully say, I don't have any space in this drawer. We all have always had this fight with me and I. She wants to put everything in my closet. I said, why are you putting my closet? He said, because I don't have space in my closet. So the space which makes thing what it is, has actually no reason for you to buy from anywhere. There was no need to buy space for the drawers. All you bought was pieces to condition that space as drawer space. So Bhagavan said, that one who considers that this self can be killed, which is the essence of all beings and things. All things and beings are existent because of the universal existence. There was no universal existence. There is no existence for anything or being. And one who considers this existence, the consciousness can be killed, he does not know. 
neither does he know if he think the consciousness is the killer. The self in me neither can be killed nor can be a killer. Both do not know the essence of the self. But one who knows both, he becomes immortal, which we have seen in the previous verse. And as I said, this verse comes directly from Katha Upanishad. We are trying to define something which is undefinable. So you have to use reference to something which I know. So we know in this world that everything has beginning and an end. So now we can say, na jayate, it does not take birth just like everything else that you have seen, taking birth. Birth in a sense, coming into existence. It was not there before, now it is there. I didn't have a granddaughter before 2011. My granddaughter, I always had this conversation. So, Dada, when did you did this? I said, it was in 2008. So I was not there. So for her, it's a surprise. How can a world exist before she was born? world only came into existence for her when she was born. For her to have an idea that the world existed, including my dada, is kind of wonderful, amazing thought. So for us, it is the same way. Everything starts with time T1 and will end at time T2. There is not a single entity in this world that we know of which does not have a shelf life including this universe itself. You know from science that it's a pulsating universe, it will continue to expand, its sample will start contracting. It will merge into singularity again. So it says, na jayate, it does not take birth. Na mriyate, bhakadachit, it never takes birth, and therefore it never will have any death. In the earlier Upanishad, the idea was to become immortal. No death. Deathlessness was the goal of life. In the later Upanishad, they made the goal of life birthlessness. Not taking birth. Because if there is a birth, then only the death comes into picture. If there is no birth, there is no death. So therefore, it says, Na jayate. This entity which I am trying to define is, I am. And then I stop right there because everything I will say after that, will turn out to be something I have achieved or accomplished, including this body, mind and intellect. So it says, Na jayate mriyate kadate, never, ever. Nayam bhutva bhavita vana bhuyaha. Once it is in existence, it never becomes non-existent. In contrast to everything that I know, it comes into existence at one time and ceases to exist at another time. Ajaha, and therefore it is unborn. Nityaha, permanent. It has to exist in all three periods of time. Past, present and future. I did not exist in past before my birth. Therefore I am not Nityaha. I am temporary. I am here for a while, then I am gone. Sashvataha, unchangeable. There is no change. It appears that the change is taking place in my life. But it does not change my consciousness. The same example, the drawer space, it appears that I have created drawer space in my house. No new space which I added in my house. It was the same amount of space I had in my house. I just redefined that space. Did it change the nature of the space? The answer is no, because we have, as soon as I remove that 
chest of drawers, space will remain where it was before. Unchangeable. Sashwataha. Ayam Puranaha. Ancient. Purana, whatever you can think of, it is before that. Na Hanyate Hanyamane Sharire. This is the first time it defines what the death is all about. It does not get killed by the destruction of the body. The soul remains intact. The consciousness which I call myself remains as it is. Veda avinashinam nityam cha nityam ya enam ajam avyayam is anashinam. That self is indestructible, anashinam. Nityam, permanent. Ya enam ajam avyayam. And who knows that what we just discussed is unborn and immutable. Such a person, kathamsa purusaha partham kam ghatayati hantikim. That person, how can he think he can be a killer or the one who is killed? Once I know the reality of the self, that it cannot be killed, who can be a killer of something which cannot be killed? Neither who can get killed which cannot be killed. Therefore, I say, this is a contradictory ideas. On one idea, if you think that if it is immutable, you cannot create a change in it. You are not the agent of change there. Something which is changeless. Something which is indestructible, you cannot be the destructor of that indestructible thing. So one who knows this, he will not be worried about killing or getting killed. Vasansi, Jirinani, Yathavihat. The one verse everyone knows is the most quoted verse in Bhagavad Gita. Vasansi, Jirinani, Yathavihaya, Navani, Gruhnati, Naroparani, Tatha, Sharirani, Vihaya, Jirinani, Anyani, Samyati, Navani, Dehi. See the genius of Bhagavan Vedvyas. This analogy or the example was given probably 5,000 years ago. It remains applicable at any age. Just as when your clothes get worn out. Now this is something is very new to us because we really don't know when the clothes get worn out now. <laughs> that concept is gone. It's when the fashion gets changed, I get tired of the clothes, I donate it, I throw away, whatever it is. But it's never that because it's now worn out. And that's why. Because that phenomenon is so unique to us, this generation, or the time we are living in, that we have these torn out jeans. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know why that fashion is? It's very simple. They are never seen. The trousers getting torn out. We grew up with, you know, putting patches on the trousers. Because that was quite common phenomenon, to have clothes getting worn out. But this generation has never seen that, ever, happening to them. So now that became a fashion. Now that fashion was not there when we were growing up. What are you wearing? You're ashamed if your trouser is torn. Now you're very proudly displaying on a TV. Mehta was explaining to me, we were in the store. I said, Mehta, you don't buy that. Oh no, it's very expensive, Dada, because it's torn. The very fact that it is not experienced before, it has become a fashion now. When Vyasa's time... People are only changing clothes when they're worn out, torn out. Vasansi jirnani yathavihara. When I come to the conclusion, this cloth is no longer appropriate for me to wear because it's all worn out, I buy a new cloth. I put on new clothes. 
and there is no grieving over there is no ceremony to bid a farewell to you know shirt which is no longer or trousers which are now worn out we know i'm going to buy new one or i'm going to put on new one navani grhanati naro parani a person will put on new clothes without any ceremony without any grieving over or getting together for having the last rites for that shirt tatha sarirani vihaya jirnani in the same way the bodies get old and non functional not good enough for me and at that time anyani sanyati navani dehi just as i change clothes i'll change that there is always a question if that's the case if i am only change the body when it's worn out what about the people who die young babies die in cradle young people die in accidents what about that so i'm explaining here that it is entirely up to that person to decide whether the body is useful or not something which is very useful to me right now at some point of time i'll say well, this is not good enough then you'll why don't you change your car when well, it's functioning well yeah but it's too old change it so at some point i'll say okay even if it's functioning let me change it i buy a new car that car is now not good for me but it may be good for somebody else somebody will buy a second hand car and very proud of that car you know somebody somebody used to say that somebody gets divorced the woman the guy cannot stand and now he wants to get rid of her as his wife the other guy cannot wait to marry her one can stand that person other one cannot wait to be with her so the value of a thing or a being is in my mind in my own perception not in the perceptions of the others this is the value of that body is only for the one who is indwelling that body if he is exhausted all the things that indwell wanted to experience within that body that is no longer useful to that person we have seen sankratera dying at a very young age we were kind of dying at a very young age they have done their part and now they have to move on to the next stage of evolution so bhagwan said tatha sarirani vihaya jirnani anyani sanyati navani dei we are introducing the idea of transmigration here in the verse before first time it defined what death is death is only for the body then what happens to me is an ego center that which considers i aham and we have learned in tattvabodh before that aham is part of my thinking entity chitta that chitta has the four parts mana buddhi chitta and last one ahankar that ahankar is i i exist that i will remain intact that i still wants to have new experiences for those new experiences it requires a new equipment this will transmigrate from this state of existence to the other equipment we we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukh bhag bave ओ शांति 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 हरि ओ
ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿಹಿಯೋ